0: Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin.
1: It's actually evening.
0: Oh yes, 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 yes. That's Monday,
1: Monday night. And I got to ask if Ben comes up to court on Wednesday, does a little shake steps back drills a three. The game plays as the game plays. And then afterwards he says, you know, uh, this all got out of hand and I wish, you know, it would have gone differently. Um, but he's, he shows up to play and he drains the three. He's all forgiven. So show up to play, apologize,
0: drain a three. I mean, no. For, no, 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 and what I mean by no is like I'm not really interested in forgiving, and I don't think he should care about forgiving. I want Ben to just want to be great. Like I'm, I'm not like I'm. I don't think there's anything to forgive him about. Like, I think he's disappointed himself, not me. You know, like, I I think he's disappointed himself. I think Ben has reached a whole new level of Petty. Like, I didn't know, you know, even Petty could get that low, especially for someone who's being paid, you know, max dollars. Teams paying you as much as they can possibly pay you. And his Petty is at a historical high. And nah, like I mean, it's nothing to really like. I, I don't, I'm not even. I don't even have a grudge with him. I just know he's not good enough, you know. And I, I would actually love to see him come out and just like say, "I'm taking over," because at least it would say, "Oh shit, his heart has a pulse." Right now, you know, his heart don't even have a pulse to me.
1: Yeah, I, I almost like I know we're gonna boo. I know we're gonna boo when once he finally steps yeah, on the court, we're yeah, gonna boo whatever. But yeah. I really kind of wish we just got quiet.
0: Yeah, he probably. Yeah, that'd probably be scarier for him having to you know you know hear his like, own thoughts prior to a game. Just right?
1: a, as soon as as soon as he touches the ball, just the whole stadium goes dead quiet.
0: Yeah, like we huh. don't even have anything to say. We're so disappointed. Like you're not even worth it. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. That, that actually that would be, be that would be great. That would be the
1: greatest that would be the great like Philly moment but you know That's So what quite, do you think about Isaiah Joe though?
0: Uh I think we have a Jeremy Grant sighting here clearly tight yeah. he he is uh he is a uh he is a lean startup to say the least right yes landed that one there Uh, it came to me right on time too he's a lean startup man this dude is that's what you get when you're you put time into people and you and you identify like a set of skills that translate you know what i mean like like that's the idea of like They could have took this super athletic guy and said we're gonna we're gonna make him into a you know a a piece that's gonna fit everywhere right and kind of what happened with jeremy grant and it's the reason why jeremy grant probably will never play on a good team is because quite honestly he his the way he plays in order for him to be impactful at the level that he's being impactful he needs to be on a bad team where he's allowed to shoot 18 shots tonight. Right. You know, yeah,
1: he's a volume player. Yes. He needs to, he needs to be involved.
0: Yes. And, and he, but he's not, also, he's not good enough to be a volume player on a winning team. So, like, if he manages to come, let's say, back here to the Sixers, he would be extremely overpaid and it would probably not work. And the fans are probably digging his ass because. You know, like, yo, we're paying you thirty million to do what? Right. You know what I mean? Like score eight. He'd be he be worse than Ben, because he wouldn't be even getting hmm. assists. Um, but a guy like Isaiah Joe, he's gonna you're gonna pay him maybe eighteen million, you know, with or whatever the equivalent of Three that is. Three
1: years for him. Exactly. He's just gonna get better the whole time. He's
0: gonna get better the whole time, and he's gonna fit wherever he goes because why? He can shoot the ball. Which fits with everybody.
1: Everybody needs shooters all the
0: time. And he's a willing defender, which fit with everybody. Mm-hmm. So to me, he's like they did they they went and they look for what do everyone what does everyone want? And what what does everyone want? What does everyone need? And that and that's what they that's what Del Mari drafted with him.
1: Yeah, he looks nice, man. He's exciting to watch. Uh I like I, I like him and Maxi. Like I think that that's a, that's a little, uh, a little thing that we got right there. I think those two could 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 make some noise. I mean, obvi- you know, obviously they're not, you know, yeah, they're young. They're young. They're, we're not we're not talking about like the the number
0: one, two, and three players on a on a team either. You know, yeah, but yeah, young. You know. but think of this. It's not crazy to think that Isaiah Joe could one day lead the league i mean uh, have the highest three-point field goal percentage and lead the league in threes you know point field goal percentage and mates maybe at some point in his career sure yeah i mean he's got he moves pretty well way with
1: you know yeah yeah he definitely he definitely could these guys like that's what you need you need guys that like there's only one joel Embiid, right there's um, and you need the guys that that fill the roles around him, you know. And you mm-hmm. you look at like the Phillies this this year, right? And, you know they had Bryce. He he was Bryce. Bryce was Bryce. So you got your Joel Embiid there, but you need to fill in the situation around him. Same thing with the uh, with Joe. And ho- hopefully, I don't know what's gonna happen
0: with this Ben thing, <laughs>
1: but <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It's a weird thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I but I tell you, you know. When you look at Maxie, see it's important that you know we we as we transition to the book, right? Um, Chef said something in the maybe it was the first chapter where he talks about you you make you make a thing that's that's really special, and then you find you you know you find you find well you find an audience yeah. right you find your audience, you know you you. You know, you make a thing and then you, then you master that thing. You to make it fit. good. You make it good. Yeah. You make a thing, yeah. you make it good. And then, and then you make it fit like that audience. Yep.
1: And Then you like, so like, then you market it. That's like yeah. step four. And then step five, that's the magic step. Everybody yeah. seems to miss.
0: Yes. And that's, you show up, you show up. So, you know, as I go back and I look at what I, what you mentioned with the two guys before we move on, is Maxie and Isaiah Joe are those unique things that are tailor-made for teams in the NBA. It's everything that every team is looking for. So when, you know, Dalmari goes out and, and drafts these guys, like he goes get the best shooter in the draft. Because why? Shooting is one of the most important yeah. things in the NBA, period. Especially from three. You know, then he go get then he, and then, and he, on top of that, you know, a few picks earlier he grabs Maxi. Why? Because he's a playmaker and a creator. high energy ball hammer. And that's also something that you have to have on a team and plenty of it. So you know, it's like it's very well thought out. It it it's done the right way. And I just like what came out of that draft. I just thought like, yo, that's dope. You know, their their process and how he made those decisions. I totally understand it. And it was spot on. Yeah. And, and I think what you just said, moving on to that fifth step of showing up is like, you know, showing up. It's not just waking up, you know, in the morning. It, it's not just starting your thing, you know, every day at, at, at nine o'clock. It's not you just know, going to practice with a phone in your pocket. It's not just going to practice with a phone. Exactly. It's not those things. Showing up is so much more nuanced than that. Showing up is like, you know, caring and giving fuck about the thing that you're making. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's showing up is also quality. You know what I mean? And like understanding your your audience as well. Showing up is so much bigger than a a stamp time. It's really about, are you fully invested? Are you totally engaged in building this thing that you're about to start building?
1: Are you consistent is another piece. Yes, i I was telling you before the show that, that, uh, you know, there's a guy that I had to have a conversation with at work and just about like, hey, man, this is what I need from you in order for us to have a good working relationship. You know, and uh, then like a couple days went by and uh, I ended up in a conversation with, I guess, my boss. And he was like, hey, that conversation was really helpful to your coworker." And, you know, from my boss's perspective, he's like, it's really cool to see somebody who's like willing to have difficult conversations and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, is that it was really me just showing up. Mm -hmm. Right. And being consistent with who I say that I am. Because who I say that I am is a guy who goes in, works hard, leaves work at work, you know, has a good attitude, is good to work with. And so in order for me to be the guy that I say that I am, I need to interface with other people and say, oh, here's the guy that I say that I am. And here's what you are. And we need to make these things work. Showing up is it's a lot bigger, to your point, than just being there. There's actions that sometimes come with it.
0: Nailed it. You nailed it. That's and that you nailed it. It's yeah, it's about being your authentic self, I guess, without sounding that's some Brene like, Brown, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to say without sounding too much like an ad. I don't know where that came from, but it but it's really being yourself, man. It's being well, you.
1: It really is. Well, I mean, we were talking about so you know it this this book we were doing chapters four, five, and six.
0: Yes. Um,
1: of this is marketing by Seth Godin. And like in this in chapter four, he talks all about the smallest viable market. Yes. Right? And agree. if there's anything that we like loop back on, that's been one of them the whole time. We're like, we don't need a hundred customers. We need five. Mm-hmm. Like we're, tr- we're trying to find that's like smallest viable thing. And so I'm like looking at some of these chapter titles and sort of like fondly remembering, listening to the book and like one of them, we talked about this a little bit before the show. Shun the non-believers.
0: Shun the non-believers, man. Dude,
1: that. How much of showing up is shun the non-believers?
0: Yes. Cuz in order to be you, you know, everybody's going to tell try to tell you what's best for you. You know, ev- everybody tries to. You know, even even people even it, it happens indirectly, people are trying to tell you what's best for you. And the thing about showing up is showing up is being you. You know who you are. So anybody that's telling you that your way of showing up is not is not the correct way of showing up and, and or you're not being who you who you're supposed to be. Like you you gotta, you know, brush them off dirt off that shoulder and move on from them. Because at the end of the day, like those non-believers, all they gonna do is just bring you down and have you acting like somebody you truly aren't. You know, it's like being in that room. What book did we read? What what book was it that had the um the quote about like if two people in a room attend was negative, it can flip like the whole room. Hmm. Remember, it was oh, one of the books. It was one <laughs> of the books in the past that was talking about how you know negative that we read on the pod. I, I wish i yeah. remember it. But it was about... It's crazy like, how it goes by, isn't it? Yeah, right? <laughs> it was about <laughs> negative energy. And negative energy can enter a room and totally take it over. Like, two negative people can ruin 10. You know sure. what I mean? And that's... 100%. And the reason that is, is because people don't shun the non-believers. Soon as someone else starts doubting, then you... Then everyone starts doubting themselves and being like, you know what? Maybe they are right. You know, maybe they are, maybe this place does suck. You know, and, that, and that's the mentality of people because so much easier just to be negative, lessen your hopes, not believe. All of that stuff is so much easier than it is to stick to your guns and believe that, hey, if I do this thing, that's a lot of work that I don't necessarily know if it's gonna pay off. But if I keep doing it, it's going to happen. It's so much easier to just say to hell with that, man. It ain't work. I'm out.
1: I was, uh, I was thinking about the end chapter, cause you did mention authenticity and sort of sounded like a commercial.
0: Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it was,
1: it was funny because in, in one of the chapters he says, yes. Uh, authenticity versus emotional labor. Yes. yes. And I was like, cause he was like, it's not about being authentic. I mean, it kind of is. But really what it's about is bringing that emotional labor. And I was like, that's a great way to put it. Cause I've never felt like I was authentic at work necessarily. You know, like Mm -hmm. I've never thought that I've really like brought authenticity. I've been my true self, Mm, not as much. I've been a guy who's trying to make money cause like I, 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 I have bills to pay. Yes. But I am willing to bring the emotional labor to the situation of like, all right, well, I need to understand what does the customer need in this situation? Why does the customer need this in the situation? How can I represent that need and solve this problem? Like, yes, that's a whole different problem set.
0: Yes. And I, I think that's a good point. Because I think the context of both things are kind of different. You know what I mean? When you're talking about, you know, the, the point that he was making, and I agree with it, is that like, who cares if you believe that, you know, I don't know, uh, vanilla ice cream is better than chocolate? Who, who cares? You know, like that, that, you know, you could be authentic and say, hey, for me, vanilla ice cream is better than chocolate. So I'm just going to sell vanilla ice cream. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you can have emotional labor where it's like, what do the people want? I'm here, you know, me, the authentic side of me is that I'm coming in every day and I'm going to give you what you want. You know what I mean? I'm going to give the customer what the customer wants. That's the authentic side of things. So okay. if chocolate is the thing and I don't like chocolate ice cream, well, I won't be having ice cream today because we're serving all chocolate ice cream.
1: Right, it's like the authentic- the authenticity is the listening
0: and the being available. Yes. And the
1: making yourself like open enough to
0: the inputs that you give the right output you know? mm-hmm. and um, here we go it's the process it's the, it's the process right like that's the offense <laughs> uh, you know it's being authentic it's about being authentic about the process that i am going to have emotional labor involved in every decision that i make that's what's being authentic is that i'm not going to I'm not going to choose to do it on some, not not choose to do it on others. And we're not gambling here. I'm going to roll with the process that I have. And, you know, my process tells me that what the customer says is what I'm going to deliver. What they say they want is what I'm going to give them. And I'm going to do that 10 out of 10 times. That's the, that's
1: the piece that to me, uh, we're in full agreement there. So I, another, another one that really stuck out to me was uh, the marketing of dog food.
0: Yes, that was awesome, that, wasn't it? <laughs> dude. He was like,
1: he was like, yeah. There's all these kinds of dog food. Why? Because the dogs don't buy it. No, nope. and I was like, mm, this is a very good point. Who are you selling the dog food to? Is it the dog? Not the dog.
0: It's the person. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Dogs don't. I don't know if my dog really likes the food. I I have no idea. I, I know my say that to hungry. my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I have that conversation often, where it's like, I, you know, I don't know, we don't know if these dogs really like this stuff, you know, they. But people will tell you, oh, my dog loved it. Like, I'm, I don't know, he could have just been hungry that day. But we do make these like grandiose, you know, uh, um, type of like, you know, guesses on what we think the outcome or what we think people want or want because we we're always trying to do these things in these these very very like macro sense you know what i mean where everything we're trying to do we're trying to make it like this big project you know like oh yeah the whole world loves you know uh, i don't know vanilla ice cream that's it seems to be a thing the whole world loves vanilla more vanilla ice cream than chocolate like i don't know have you talked to the whole world you know <laughs> but we do it i even catch myself doing it that time oh, and i got to check sure. myself because that's just how we're we're moving so that leads me to one of the uh one of the chapters oh, i got to find the name of it where he is talking about that and he's talking about early adapters oh uh in a side about No, was it the reptile one? Sorry, this is terrible radio. I'm trying to think of the one. I'm trying to think of the one, not, but, all right, I can't remember which one it was. But it was the one where he talks about, you know, you're not looking to try and change the world. It might be the very first one. What change are you trying to make? I think it was, What change are you trying to make? Where he's talking about too many people go in thinking they want to change the world. Oh, hundred 100%. Man, yeah, they're making these, like, world changes. When really, yeah, that's what he talked about. Your ad shouldn't be about changing the world. It shouldn't be this focus of changing the world. It should be about, like, what is the what is the one change that you're trying to make? Like, the actual change, you know, that might only impact three people. But, but let's start there. What is that change? Well, yeah, that was that-, that was the title. That was the chapter, by the way. It was what change are you trying to make?
1: I think back to when we first started shooting the breeze about this and it's, you know, probably eight years ago or something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. And we would just have these like conversations. We would talk about big, grandiose ideas. We would a hundred percent do that. And now neither one of us are particularly interested in big grandiose ideas.
0: No, not We're at all.
1: much more interested in niching down to the smaller tighter thing that will allow us to actually get we both have I would say grandiose visions for what our goals are, but we're aware of sort of like just life's limitations. You can't do a giant thing. I mean, you can, there's definitely a path for that. It's not a path I'm on. It's not a path that I am really capable of being on. Like, you know, I'm not going to go raise a whole bunch of money and try to start Facebook. Like
0: that's not going to work for me. (laughs) Yeah. But I think even what he was, even one of the points he was making is like, that should be no one's path. And I don't even think, it, it may not even been Mark Zuckerberg's truest first step. Like, or, was his very first step make Facebook? Or was there some foundation, you know, laid through trials and errors and sure. learning in, in these smaller ways? You know what I mean? I, I don't care how brilliant the guy is, at some point, he probably had to learn coding uh, to some degree.
1: Oh, sure. No, he's a great developer. I think I think yeah,
0: he's yeah. widely well, I mean, considered like, a genius. I think. No, no. I mean, sure. like, I imagine he had to learn some of the concepts. Like, 100%. I imagine they weren't, like, in him. Like, he just was born and he woke up one sure. day and was like, Whoa, these numbers. Where are they coming from? These equations. I'm coding. I You know, and just like magically his hand started coding. Like at some point, if
1: anything that if that ever happened to anybody, it was Bill Gates because he's like next level. Okay, yeah, but at some some point, next level, but at some point, you had to learn stuff. Yes,
0: I was about to say, at some point, even Bill Gates had to learn how to, like, I don't know, what's the simple thing that you learn first when you go into coding? Like, you know, like I don't know, make like a you know, a duck pop up on the screen and quack or whatever. The
1: the classic (laughs) example is you get the computer to say the
0: words hello world, print it to the screen. Yes, so that's it. at some point, I imagine Mark Zuckerberg did Hello World. At some point, he might have been six, but at some okay. point he did it. Same thing with Bill Gates. I'm it's not so, much- so sure
1: about Bill Gates. I think Bill <laughs>
0: Gates—he's
1: <laughs> crazy smart, but but yeah. Well, I think, and that's like the that's the reason that you're looking for this. Like, you know, I don't know. i Seth put it pretty well when he was like, you know. Better isn't up to you is one of the was one of the Oh uh, yeah that, that was did. a good one too yeah and he yes. was like better is you could think that this is better but what is the customer yes. is better yes. and that's what better is and so you need to like you can have the thing you want to sell that you want to make but better is defined by the customer it's a yes. very interesting that's a very interesting thought you know what I mean? there was a lot of them there
0: uh, how about uh the other one that was good for me is a a million dollar bargain where where that was a good one where he talks about you know like you know you might think of someone donating a million dollars and you'd be like what that's crazy i would never donate a million dollars right but no one ever thinks about that millionaire and why or that person who donated the million dollars why would someone want to donate a million dollars You know what I mean? Like we're so busy thinking about in our head what we're not doing is that we never take the time out to think about why would someone actually wanna donate or or donate a million dollars. Then he was like, most of the people that donate a million dollars, one, they they have the means to donate it. And two, it makes them feel like they gained $3 million by donating a million. Like, you know, it's that that gives them the feeling that you can't explain. It's the same thing with a lottery ticket
1: for me. I don't buy, I don't play the lottery very much. I play it here and there once, uh, six months, every something like, like that. But I buy it and I spend, you know, $2 on the ticket. And then I spend the whole day imagining what I would do with, it if I won the lottery. Yeah. So $2, that was a pretty good bargain. Yeah. I set that $2 on fire. Believe me, I no, know, I'm not winning the lottery, but you know, in that context, I'm getting a lot of value, just like the
0: guy who's donating, donating million, dollars, a million dollars getting a lot of value. Exactly. So, so that and that that one was really good. And he talks about, not to mention, you know, I think it might have been the next chapter where he talks about the different type of consumers, you know, and that's thinking about better, which he talks about how Early like
1: adopters.
0: Yeah, but but he talks about he, he hits the line where he talks about like. You know, some people are shoppers who like JCPenney's and they want to go through a bargain bin because they want to be, they feel good. It's a part of their experience that, you know, I found these great jeans for three bucks and in, in a, you know, in a bin somewhere at a thrift shop. But then on the flip side of that, you got the other customer who believes in luxury to the fullest extent. So they might buy a, a Hermès bag just because they don't want it on sale. They don't want that. Exactly. I don't want a bag on sale. I want I want the full price. You know, and and they might rather that than, you know, a Louis Vuitton because which one costs more? That's the one I want. You know, it's not about necessarily what's better, what's better than what's better to them is the amount of money that they spent on it to be able to say, "Yeah, I got the most expensive bag that exists."
1: Well, and you got to get your product aligned with that customer.
0: Exactly.
1: That's when you'll have an audience that you can sell to.
0: Yes. And now you're selling to the audience that wants to buy the most expensive thing of whatever that thing is.
1: Or the most valued thing. Least, well, yeah, right? there's two May, and there's maybe two maybe different audiences. Yeah, maybe it's not expensive, but maybe it's, yeah. if you align your product with the thing that people are looking for, exactly, they value it. Who knows if it's the most expensive mm-hmm. or the least expensive? It depends on that, what they value.
0: Yes, and 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 that's one of his points I thought was good was that there is a value for most expensive. There's an audience that values the most expensive. There's an audience that values the cheapest thing. There's an audience that values the value, meaning I get the, the the nicest thing for the best price. You know, there's an audience for all those levels. There's an audience for everything. And that's why it leads to the better, you know, uh, the next one where he talks about, that's why there's what, 40 types of ketchup that mm-hmm. exists in the world. But he say there's 400 motorcycle brands in cleveland or something like that and even the greatest motorcyclist could not name them all like this is why there's so many brands so many versions so many because what's best to you is probably not best to the very next person that tries it and that's just that's just that's just it but that just marks opportunity well yeah
1: and it and it allows you to know that like if you have a goal of a thing that you want to do, be it spices or building a piece of software, there are people who are going to need it as -hmm. long as you're willing to listen to them and if they're like, hey, what I really want is spices and this is the profile that I want. And right now, I think all your stuff is salt free,
0: I think. Uh, Low sodium. Low sodium. Low sodium.
1: If all the people that are actually your customers are looking for high sodium stuff, you either need to change the customers that you're looking for or change your product. You need to kind of align it if the goal is to still just make delicious spices, right? So you need to align those
0: things and figure it out. So I think about
1: that a lot. I I think a lot of it. He's, Seth's the smart dude, man. He puts it together really well. Well,
0: in a nutshell, he's basically giving you the keys to understand that your audience is out there. You just got to find them. Mm -hmm. And then got to be willing to, when you find them, to adapt to whatever their needs are.
1: Yep, that's and I it. don't. I, and I don't think he's saying it. You know, I think it's. I, I don't think he expressly mentions it in this part of the book. But I don't think he's saying like just sell them whatever. No, I don't. No. I don't think he ever thinks that. No, I don't think that's ever what he's trying to say. He's just trying to say like, you have a thing, you have a goal that you want to achieve. Have your goal. Have that be the north star. But how you get there, <laughs> you might have to, you know. Make some modifications over here. Trim that over there. Add to this over there. Like, and those are the right combinations to or things to change because that helps you target the customer and helps the customer find you. Yeah. You know, if if you can't sell to them, they can't find you. You can't fix their problem.
0: It's to me, it's kind of like a dating app, is what he's talking about. Where it's like. You know, here's you, 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 there's somebody out there for you, and what you need to do is find that person that's going to appreciate what it is that you do. And that that's what it's about. That that's what he's talking about. He's not saying, you know, like, uh, only you gotta sell them. You know, you gotta get over on them, or you gotta no. He's just telling you like, find your person.
1: Yep.
0: Find your person. You you put in that. You put. You tell the world. You tell the person what it is that you do, you know, and if, and if you find someone that goes, oh, yeah, I could really use that. I really like that. They're invested in you. It's like a relationship. Yeah. And then you build on top of that. And you do it over and over and over again until you have your true thousand customers. That's the way to do it. <sighs> yep. So we'll find Great out book. if Ben
1: Simmons takes a three, man.
0: Yeah, right. How about this <sighs> book, though? This book is I love it. Awesome. No, I love, oh, and
1: Seth's to... podcast is called, um, Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O. And I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but I mean, it, he's so sort of like thoughtful and interesting and he's got like such a kind of way of being like you, you could tell listening to the book that a lot of the stuff is like just kind of how he's wired at this point, you know, but his podcast, you you could literally, I started episode one, I'm almost caught up to the, to like current now. Um, because he's he's really great the way he puts stuff together. Anybody could listen to his podcast for any doesn't matter what they're trying to get out of it. They would get something out of it because he's very thoughtful
0: in that way. You know. Yeah, you can tell in the books. You can tell. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff.
1: Anything you want to update on for the week, or you want to? Uh, oh, yeah, save it for next week. yeah. It's been yeah. a while
0: since we had a good update, right? Yeah. yeah uh, reason one of the part of my day, uh, while we had to start a little later outside of some you know work stuff, was. Uh, we're, we're doing another dinner sale. I've come up with a a wing recipe for all nine seasonings, okay. and I'm telling you, yo, know, they're we're working on we were working on a promo video that I'm I'm really excited to see the finished product on, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna sell you know eight wings, French fries, um for um ten bucks, little platters. You get, you get an eight eight you know like you know flats and one you know whatever four flats and sure, four, wings and fries and- yeah yep yep 10 bucks nice and easy we got eight nine different flavors of them they're all incredible uh like I'm I'm so excited about how I just like how I came up with them you know like it was just it was, it's uh, there's some talent in here, man. There's some, there's some serious talent Love in here. It. Are you guys and, doing? Uh, are you guys doing tutorial on how to make the wings? So we're, we're 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 discussing that. We're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out what the next step is going to be. We're doing. Yeah, we're trying to figure out. There's so there, okay. there's a lot there's a lot in the works. We we also just got the LLC for actual twenty four hundred the movement. So nice. we're so everything set up now. Uh, we're working on the food college license now. Where we're we're, at, we're going into twenty twenty one, fully legitimized under twenty four hundred the movement nice. as our business, and we're totally f- like locking in as the food hospitality industry. I guess it would be that that's where we're gonna dance at, and. Our smallest test is going to be the dinners, and we're going to see where it goes from there. Uh, we, we're we going to – you know, we'll still have the season and still be promoting them, but the real, the thing that we're testing this year, because we've tested the seasonings, because we tested them all last year. Right. thing we're going to test consistently and show up consistently is the dinners. And we're going so to put our yeah, – What
1: yeah. does it look like if we try to do a – sort of a platters type business where we, we bring this to the, to the event. Yes. We, we platters. Yes. Love it.
0: Yes. Love it. So we're just testing. We're, we're, we're boiling it all down really fine. And, and to you know, the smallest piece possible. And we're building off of that. And we, and we want to see like, is this a viable option? Is this a viable option? Do we like it at the end of six months? Like Do we it then?
1: exactly is it is it profitable is it because there's
0: a lot of questions
1: there that you got to figure out
0: yes is it worth? can we do it in a food truck do right. we need to get a trailer should we go get it do we need to buy a building what makes the most sense you know all of that type of stuff um is the question are the questions that we got to ask and then we're going to make a decision at the, you know the end of 2022 we're going to make a decision around this time next year Figure out what direction um, to go. What, what the what, next direction is. What that. the
1: next step is, right? Yeah. And you got to—you'll be open and willing, I'm sure. Three months in, if it's definitely not the thing, yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll pivot. But this is the this is the main test to look yeah. at is how how do we take what we're doing now and turn it into a platters type business? That's exciting, man.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see. We got uh, I mean, the wings are incredible. It, and the, and the seasonings are still involved. I'm I'm very proud of what we did today and just how it turned out. Like dog, I mean I, I've eaten a lot of wings <laughs> and I would be I it's very safe to say, like, you know, I remember remember Juice and movie Juice yes. where where Q I haven't is, thought about juice in I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> remember Juice goes to the DJ battle. And remember how the DJ battle was set up? Like, I'm totally ready to go to a wing battle. A wing battle. And, like, but, like, in the same context of the DJ battle. We'll have to get you booth. some cross colors. Yeah, 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 your own booth. Yeah, exactly. Get it to the 90s uh, clothing. But your own booth where you're mixing up wings and, like, it's not just we're making one. Like, I'm coming at you. You know, remember in the, in the DJ comps? Yeah, it was, like, you do your song. And then, you know, you get your thirty seconds of your song and then all right, thirty seconds Q does his mix. And like and back that that's yeah, exactly. And then you back at it. That's what I envision I would like I would dominate a DJ a nineties DJ's off version of a wing off. Like that <laughs> If if that exists, if someone knows, please let me know, because yes. I kill him, man. Message kill the show him. because we want to see Vernon
1: wearing some brightly colored yeah, polo shirts, some nice neon, and, and a starter jacket. Yeah, exactly. And he's making wings,
0: and I'm making wings to music. Actually, I would still, of have course. How else it would it out. be? I, I might need to. We might need to host this wing off, huh? This is this is this sounds like it's something, man. <laughs> but that's that's the week, man. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's
1: say we meet it next week, and why yeah, don't you let people know yeah. where they can find us to tell us about when We're, the wing off is scheduled?
0: I think this is the best closeout we've uh, ever had. <laughs> uh, check oh, we got to talk then. about
1: Mike. We got to talk about Mike's outro, too, because he, he we got to follow up with him. Did you okay, hear it the yeah, other yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got to follow up with him. Ah, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, do right. we'll do that next week. All right,
0: next week, next week, guys. All right, man. Uh, you know, check us out at white.com. You can also search us on all your social media platforms by searching The processes Black and White, and we'll pop up. All
1: right, talk to you next week.
0: All right, man. Get some sleep. Oh, that was funny, man.